Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today on Drawing Near, Paul shares with the Thessalonian believers his prayers on their behalf. He also recalls the manner in which the gospel came to them. It's good for us to know that the gospel that leads to salvation has often been declared with more than mere words. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and study the power of the gospel. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Heavenly Father, as we come before you, we are mindful of your power, your authority, the way you work in your creation. And Father, the way you have sought to redeem sinful mankind. We are thankful, Father, for the means in which the gospel has been made known. We're thankful for the way in which faithful individuals have proclaimed it verbally, as well as demonstrated it in their lives and with powerful works. And Father, we're grateful for the results of the gospel. We're grateful that the gospel is powerful to save and transform and regenerate lives. And Father, all of this is because of your grace, your love for us. And Father, we thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness, your long-suffering toward us. We thank you for Jesus Christ and your indwelling Holy Spirit. Now guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. And today we'll begin reading in verse 2. Paul, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, writes, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. Paul begins his opening comments to the Thessalonians by sharing with them that he gives thanks to God always for them. Think about that for just a second. We often pray for one another, or at least I hope we do. How often do we give thanks to the Lord for those around us? For those who encourage us, those who worship with us, those who work with us, how often do we give thanks to God for them? And when we pray for them, what exactly are we praying for? Paul says we give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. Paul prays for the Thessalonian people. He probably prays for many of them individually since he spent some time with them sharing the gospel and and making disciples. We don't know exactly how long he was with them, but he was with them for a little bit. And he says in verse 3, He is giving thanks to God and making mention of them. And as he does so, he remembers without ceasing before the Lord their work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And notice what he's remembering. He's remembering without fail. He's constantly having this before his mind in his prayers, their work of faith, their work that they did because of the faith in Jesus Christ and out of faith in Jesus Christ. When we serve the Lord, we should serve the Lord. We should do our work out of faith. That means not only do we do that work 
because God has called us to it and God has saved us for it. But we do it because we have faith in God. We know that God is faithful. We know that what God tells us to do is right, is important. And we do our work. We obey God by faith doing our work. We go to church by faith. We study God's word by faith. We minister and serve and share by faith. We do this work out of our faith toward God. Paul also says he remembers without ceasing their labor of love. They not only worked out of faith, but they labored in a loving way. Love for Paul, love for the body of believers, love for Christ, love for God. They did their work out of love. That makes a difference in what we do. Sometimes we do our work out of faith, and there is a little begrudging, or there is a little reluctance, or we wish we were spending our time somewhere else. But when we do our labor out of love, we are all in. It affects our attitudes. It affects the type of work we do. It affects the effort we put into it. And it affects our personality as we labor, how we love tenderly and carefully and kindly and gently. And Paul remembers this. The Thessalonian people were amazing believers. Their faith, their love, and they didn't just sit back and worship. They didn't just sit back and receive. They worked and they labored. And they did so, according to this third quality, out of patience. And their patience was born out of their hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hope is not what most people think it is, at least in the Bible. Hope is not some kind of whimsical desire or longing. Hope is the sure confidence that all that Jesus Christ came to do and has promised will come true. We look forward to it, and it is hope because we've not yet received it. But there's no doubt of our receiving it. And so they served faithfully. They served lovingly. They served patiently. They served ongoing, knowing that Jesus Christ is coming back and knowing that Jesus Christ is going to reward and bless and take us to heaven. So they worked and they labored in faith and love, and they did not stop. They were long-suffering in this work, in this labor, because of their hope in the Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. In other words, everything that we hope for in Jesus Christ is under the gaze, under the oversight of our God and Father. That's wonderful. We have this promise in the Lord Jesus Christ from God the Father. And then in verse 4, it says, Knowing, beloved brethren, Paul says we give thanks, remembering, and knowing, beloved brethren, brethren that we love, your election by God. God has chosen you. Paul knows God has chosen them because of their response to the gospel, their work, their labor, and their patience. He knows that God has elected them. All of this bears witness to that. And then he says in verse 5, for our gospel did not come to you in word only. Certainly the gospel goes out in word. We need to proclaim the gospel. We need to tell people about Jesus, about sin, and about how we need to repent of sin and turn by faith to Jesus Christ and receive the forgiveness of sins and eternal life. We need to know that we need to turn away from our sin and actively follow Christ in our work of faith, labor of love, patience of hope. So Paul says, our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. 
So there are four ways that the gospel was proclaimed or shared came to them in Thessalonica. The word, but also in power. No doubt there was evidence of mighty works, powerful works, miraculous works. We see that throughout the book of Acts, done by Peter and done by Paul and by others. So it was demonstrated in power. So they heard the gospel, but they also saw the power in the gospel. But that power also includes the power to transform, to regenerate sinners into godly individuals, wickedness into righteousness. And then we're told, and in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in and indwells. The Holy Spirit comes in and powers. He affects our conscience. He comforts. He counsels. He corrects. He assists us in our worship of God the Father and in our prayer life. And then he says, and in much assurance. It's easy to doubt our salvation when we're afflicted with sin all the time. When we're living in a sinful world and our flesh wants to respond to the sinful world in a sinful way. But the gospel comes in much assurance. We are assured by the promises of the Lord Jesus. We're assured by the regenerative, transformative work that we do through the power of the Holy Spirit. We're assured by the presence of the Holy Spirit. We're assured by the truth of the gospel itself. And then he finally closes out in verse 5 with, As you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. So the gospel didn't come to them in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. And it came through Paul and Silas and Timothy. It had an embodiment, a human element to it. And Paul says, we were a certain kind of people. We were a godly people, a Christian people, a Christ-like people, a spirit-led people before you. You saw that. And so the gospel coming in word and power, Holy Spirit, with much assurance and the character and the kind of integrity these individuals had was a powerful influence on the Thessalonian believers. And that needs to affect us as well. It's not enough just to share the gospel. We need to live the gospel. And we need to share the whole gospel. And we need to share the power of the gospel in our lives and demonstrate that power in other people's lives. We need to walk in the leadership of the Holy Spirit and allow other people to understand how the Holy Spirit affects the gospel and the way we respond to the gospel and live out the gospel. And we need to have assurance. We need to experience the assurance of salvation in and of ourselves and share that with others. Allow a lot of this to exude from our lives and to be embraced by the lives of others in fellowship with one another. What an amazing passage. What an amazing introduction to this letter. I pray that we would know the gospel and live out the gospel and proclaim the gospel fully, effectively, out of faithfulness and love and patience in Jesus Christ, looking to Jesus Christ, our hope and our assurance. That's God's desire for us. Father in heaven, I thank you for these words, and I thank you for the reminder that we're not simply saved to sit. We're saved to serve, to work, to labor. We're saved in a relationship with you. We're not just saved from our sins. We're saved to righteousness, and it affects the way we live. The gospel is power. It's from faith to faith. It's the righteousness of God in us. And Father, we thank you for this. Help us to acknowledge and embrace these truths and help us to proclaim them to others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.